Welcome back. We're here again talking to Tatiana, and I'm Tatiana Sawyer, and I wanted to start a series of um, interviewing people who've done bookkeeping, who've been um, business owners, have been entrepreneurs, and um, to share their story, but also uh, provide a valuable lesson to you as a listener, potentially something that you can learn from and skip the mistakes that they've made and potentially get to where you want to be faster. So today, I'm happy to um, invite um, Kate. Uh, she's my sister, um, also chief photographer and uh, many other things in my life. But um, as far as you are concerned as a, as a listener, as a watcher, if you're watching on video on YouTube, then um, she has a really interesting journey and uh, I think for me it was interesting to interview her for this podcast because she's a creative but also uh, she's been doing some bookkeeping and other things uh, to support herself and her family and really create the life that she wanted to create and so Kate welcome to the show. Hi, hi, thank you for such an intro. <laughs> um, it's great to have you on and um, what I would like to to do is to ask you to share kind of how you got into photography and how uh, things changed kind of talk a little bit about and you will be talking more than I will um, talk a little bit about how um, things changed when you moved to the US um, and talk and let's um, then I'll ask you about more about how when when you decided to learn bookkeeping and but I want to talk to you first about your passion and how you got into that and what's important for you in that and also what drawbacks potentially um, exist in a creative business like that. Well, um, it all started when I was, I guess, 16. It was like one of the last years at school. And I took that course, photography course, where um, they taught us basics, um, basic um, rules of photography and um, all of the creative stuff. And ever since I was in love, and, it, and I'm still am, <laughs> I'm still am, what am I saying? I still am. Um, yeah, but um, I, I, would, I would probably go to college to study photography, but that insisted for me to get um, a normal degree, in his opinion, <laughs> meaning a degree that could um, protect me financially in the future because creative fields are not that stable. Um, so I did bachelor's in business management um, in the United Kingdom and I kept doing photography as a hobby and sometimes um, some small gigs, um, small photo shoots here and there. And then I moved to US, um, United States where um, it was hard to start a photography business at first because I didn't know many people. I um, didn't know how to get the audience so I started with uh, waitressing jobs, then hostess jobs, then uh, I was a store manager in Williamsburg. And um, I was still doing photography, but it didn't really pay much because I didn't have a big audience. I didn't, didn't know anyone to promote me or to help me to get clients. Um, but still, we were new to the country. We needed money to support ourselves, to pay bills, to pay rent. And the rent is extremely expensive, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, so um, I uh, started working at that store um, in Villensburg. It's no longer there. Um, they closed. And there was a guy who was doing bookkeeping um, for the owner. And at some point, he just went to Mexico and um, kind of disappeared. He stopped responding to our messages, uh, stopped, like, just completely 
MIA. Um, so um, I was freaking out because I was the only one in New York in the store. Um, she, the owner, she lived in Miami. And uh, she was like, well, you have to invoice clients. I'm like, I didn't know how to do that. I was like, I don't know QuickBooks. I don't know the software. I don't know how it's done. I mean, yeah, I had theoretical knowledge of um, invoicing and uh, financing uh, from college. But I never done it before, even though you always insisted on me learning that. But um, who listens to that when you're 17? <laughs> so, yeah, um, so I was forced to learn how to invoice through QuickBooks. Um, they had QuickBooks online at that time. And um, little by little, I uh, became very comfortable with invoices, but I didn't know anything else, like how to, like, do the payroll because they didn't do payroll. They had um, 1099 employees. Um, how to manage expenses there, how to categorize all of that. Um, so I worked there for a year and then um, I decided to move on. I wanted to try giving a photography a big push. Uh, nothing really happened, even though I started shooting more. Um, it wasn't stable enough. So I needed some stability in my finances so I could still enjoy doing photography but um, be able to pay all of the expenses that I need to pay and um, then by kind of an accident I found a job it was uh, advertised as office manager and I went for the interview and the girl who was interviewing me she was moving to Germany that's why she was leaving She's like, you, you can do it. You, like, I'll teach you. I'll show you how it's done. They had QuickBooks um, desktop version. And I was like, okay, I didn't knew much, but I, I knew some stuff. And she, within two weeks, she taught me, like, really basics. And then it was just, wow. It was, it became clear that, you know, that kind of job, it wasn't hard to do. I learned really quick, and I could do more. So, yeah. and so, and so, um, um, talk a little bit about where your photography business is now. Like, what do you focus on? What are you passionate about? Where do you see kind of that taking you next? <clears throat> well, um, ever since I had kids, I, um, my photography, I would say, um, wave it, it switched a little um to family photography before i was interested in um, lifestyle in fashion but now um uh, when i started photographing my kids and uh, families um it's just it makes more sense and it's kind of closer to heart you know when i see babies i uh, like right away i think about poses about how they can do that or this or how they can play cute so i can take pictures so it's kind of like automated in the head already. You don't have to invent a wheel. Like you just do whatever you do with your kids and you tell people to do that. That's cool. So yeah, so I'm headed towards that. And also I'm doing more and more studio photography lately. So I'm thinking about opening a studio for myself, but not completely sure just yet. I mean, it's somewhere there in the horizon, but um, just not yet. <laughs> Okay. And so um, I know that you've worked a number of different bookkeeping jobs kind of as you were getting more photography business and talk, can you talk a little bit about the nature of the, of a creative business like that? Meaning um, 
why it's not necessarily a perfect, um, I guess, path for, I don't know, a mom, um, or, or maybe it is um, in, in some ways, or maybe um, talk about why, um, if you think that that's the case, why um, having something like a bookkeeping skill on the side can, can support you as a creative. Well, I have a great example regarding all of this. Um, when COVID started, all of the daycares, they got closed. Um, so I couldn't really do any work outside of the house. In addition to that, um, people were too scared to, to be in the same room with other people. Um, everybody isolated and it was impossible to book sessions. Nobody booked. But um, knowing QuickBooks, knowing bookkeeping, I was able to still, like, I was with my kids. I would work during their nap times or when I put them down to bed in the evening or um, when, when it's bath time. I would just have my laptop and work in the bathroom. Um, so I was, still, <laughs> I was still doing work. I was still getting money without leaving my house. And it was great because if I were doing just photography, I wouldn't be able to, do, to earn any money at that time, unless I would create some kind of, I don't know, online workshop or a course, but I like, it's not my thing. So I was not looking into that. Cool. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you worked from a bathroom. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they were, they were playing in the bathtub and I had, you know, I had some things to do. To improvise, right. Because uh, <laughs> business, every business's books have to be done, have to be done regularly. So right. payroll has to be done, month have to be, has to be closed. So there's always work for that. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to add that during COVID, it was, it was really busy. So like every day I would have to do something. It was great because like I was doing something, it means I'm making money. So um, yeah, it was a great opportunity. Like we, I was busier than before with bookkeeping. That's awesome. Really awesome. And um, how do you like in terms of um, working full time for somebody else? Because I know you've done that before you had kids and and working for yourself. Can you talk a little bit about how you came to more of a committed to entrepreneurship, I guess, um, path? Well, um, yeah, I did. I did one uh, big full-time job in accounting bookkeeping field and I loved it at first it was great to be a part of a team to be in the office with all of them and you know you share jokes you share your your life and all of that but um the commute was terrible I mean it's from Brooklyn to Manhattan it's at least one hour uh, plus fresh hours plus delays so like one hour and a half that was crazy. Then opposed to that, it was great. The pay was okay. Um, it was good for a full-time job, but um, being a freelance bookkeeper, I get more money. Um, then at some point, it just um, it just felt like it it wasn't it wasn't good enough for me because I wasn't able to you know I I was pregnant so I had to take t some time off to go to appointments and it was like always they would give me a hard time about it I would always have to ask and they would oh, okay because you're pregnant like they can't tell you anything you know in your face 
But um, they were not happy about it, even though they in the beginning they said they, they're going to be okay. They were not really happy about it, so I wasn't that flexible. Then I had a baby, and um, I kept going to work, and I was still stressed because I felt like I'm not giving my child enough attention. Uh, like I'm not spending enough time with her, even though like I spent tons of time, and uh, it's just mom guilt. It, it never goes away, whatever you do. Um, yeah, so the commute was killing me. It's like basically three hours of your day on the train, getting there and getting back. Um, I would just get home around seven, uh, bath my child, feed her, put her to sleep, and that's it. That's all the time I get to spend. So yeah, it was it was crazy. It just um, opposed to being a part time or a freelance bookkeeper, it's just it's a huge difference. I mean, I can work at night. I can work when they nap. I can work when they bag for one cartoon. Um, I can work while they eat, and I'm still there. And I can go to appointments if if they're sick. I can take them to the doctor at any time I need. I don't have to talk to anyone. I don't have to ask for permissions or you know. Um, I just uh, I am my own boss. And and. In terms of kind of looking forward into the future um, a little bit, do you see yourself kind of pursuing the freelance setup of your life, you know, both creative and bookkeeping uh, or either, or do you see yourself working for a company or what are your thoughts? Um, no company jobs for sure. <laughs> uh, even in photography, there are corporate jobs, like you work for this and that production. Um, I don't want that for sure. Uh, bookkeeping wise, I think I would still keep like a client or two, uh, just to have this stable piece of income that I know I'm going to get, um, because you never know what happens like COVID today, next day it's monkeypox and another day it's something else. You never know what's going to happen and how people are going to be uh, frustrated about it. And, um, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to keep some bookkeeping clients just, uh, to make this stability pillow. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And kind of looking back to when you started your journey, you know, both in creative um, aspects of, of the work and, and whatever, just looking back, like, let's say 10, whatever years ago, eight, 10 years ago, I guess. Um, do you have anything that can you name one thing that let's say you are really um, a decision that you made or one thing that you proud of that you did that sets you up for the future um, or something in of that nature, meaning something that you can share that if someone is listening and they're maybe feeling that they are more of a creative, um, that they would hear you share something and would say, oh, I should do that for myself something that you really are happy that you did, um, happy about that you did, um, and something that really helped you kind of as you built that life for yourself? Mm, I would suggest them start looking for something stable sooner or later than later. Sorry. <laughs> because it took me some time, and if I knew from the beginning that it's going to be such a struggle to... To grow your creative business, um, I would have 
probably thought about bookkeeping sooner or opened my mind to this idea. Um, bookkeeping is a great skill. <laughs> so they, I would suggest definitely looking into that, not even for um, the side gig or like extra stability income, um, but uh, managing your own expenses um, because as a photographer, you're basically an entrepreneur and that's your business. So you have to know how to uh, categorize whatever you're spending, um, categorize whatever you're receiving, and all of that is just impossible to do if you don't know the basics. And that's where bookkeeping comes. And, and especially when you're starting out, I guess, because you can't afford really to pay someone a lot of money to do it for you. Right. And if you pay um, shitty money, then you're going to get shitty service and your books are going to be screwed. <laughs> Uh, music to my ears <laughs> um, awesome and so if you could go back in time let's say 10-12 years ago what would you tell your younger self one thing that you would tell your younger self um, to do or to think or to know or what would you share what would that one thing be listen to your sister <laughs> <laughs> older sister okay yeah <laughs> Awesome. In, in terms of work and uh, like work skills, um, definitely need some good skills. It doesn't have to be bookkeeping, but I think that it has to be something that's a skill. So, like engineering is a skill, accounting like programming. is programming. Programming, that's right. Um, something that's a skill that you can always make money if you, you know, if whatever if you're, you're struggling pursuing. with your dream or whatever you're doing. Awesome. I love that. Uh, thank you so much for you know for coming on such short notice to record this uh, this episode. I'm really happy to see when people use the skill of bookkeeping. And um, if you have any questions in terms of, um, um, you know, mindset or coaching or um, mentoring, um, you're welcome to ask them now or um, reach out uh, through my Instagram if those, for those of you who are listening. Um, and everybody, including Kate, are encouraged to reach out, but I talk about uh, my sister, Kate, a lot. I talk about her in my webinars and trainings that I do about how important it is to have a passion, but also to have a skill that will pay your bills um, because life is unpredictable and nobody predicted COVID, for example, right? So you need a skill that will pay the bills and that could be bookkeeping. It's a great skill for moms Can you because you can do it whenever, just like Kate said, like you said. Uh, from the bathroom um, toilet seats, if you want to. Assume. Um, and so definitely, thanks so much for sharing that wisdom. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask now. I would probably ask just what would you recommend? If it was 10 years ago, what where would you recommend to start? Because I didn't want to listen to you back then. So uh, can I ignore whatever you said? <laughs> um, so if it was 10 years ago, what would you say for me to pursue this skill? that I went after anyways? Um, so uh, 10, 15 years ago, when I, was, when I was starting out 17 years ago, but there was, and there still is, a number of certificate programs and colleges that I talk often about in my webinar, um, Bookkeeping Your Way to Freedom, but I talk about it because those, there are programs that teach give you a certificate in bookkeeping. The problem is that I, I have explored that in the very beginning of my career. I explored it because I already was working at work was working, working as a bookkeeper. And I was like, okay, how can I make more money with it? So I was exploring those programs. 
But what I saw was that they're teaching some basics. But first of all, they're teaching the QuickBooks online at that at the time, or at the time it was desktop. I can't remember. They're teaching you how to do payroll. Now most payroll is done automatically. Like there are accountants who do manual payroll, but um, the service costs like $50, $60 a month. It's really, there's no point of spending, of spending time to do that. But back then I was considering that program and I would send people to that program and actually have sent people to that program. But now that my program is out, obviously I recommend taking this program because I teach the accounting basics. But if somewhere in between those two, 17 years ago versus now, somewhere in between there, I, as I finished college and I really excelled in accounting and everything, um, I actually kept my principles of accounting book where it all started for me. When I learned and memorized some of those basics, that's when it clicked. That's when I started making a lot more money per hour. And so if it was 10 years ago, I would tell you, okay, here's the book. You need to go through the, these principles. It wasn't a thick book. It was, you know, an average um, textbook. Um, go through the principles, learn the principles, and that's how you will be excellent as a bookkeeper because bookkeeping is accounting one-on-one, essentially. The debits and credits, the T-accounts, the normal balances, all of that is principles of accounting, and that's exactly what um, accountants learn to begin with, but bookkeepers typically don't because there's no really like formal training that teaches those things in a meaningful way. I actually, oh. I agree with that because um, I, uh, back in college, I was um, I was doing business management, but we still had some financing uh, modules. So one of those was accounting, where I learned the basics, which um, you're teaching at your course for um, a really great price, I think. Um, and I think that's essential, essential to know for to everyone. It doesn't matter if you want to get the skill. Uh, it just it matters because you spend money, you earn money, and that's a part of our life. And you have to know how to use your money and how to spend your money. Yeah. It's not it, it's it's not a rocket science, but I think everybody should know those um, basics, basic basic knowledge. It's essential. I absolutely agree. And I I used to tell people when I was graduating college. This was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I used to tell people, and people used to laugh at me, I used to say that accounting is, like everyone should major in accounting plus something else. So like if you're passionate about history, great, get history and accounting double major. Um, and the reason I, I said back then, I've, at, at that point I was working for small business for, for three, four years. And uh, like if you're a doctor, if you don't know the basics of money management, which accounting teaches, you can get um, stolen from, you can potentially run um, a big tab of expenses. You can um, spend too much more than you earn. There's all kinds of things. So even doctors need to know some accounting, I think. Agree. Totally agree. I mean, it's money is a big part of our life and uh, you need to know how to use it. Yeah, and spend it and earn it. And yeah, absolutely. Music to my ears. Thanks so much for being a great guest. <laughs> Thank <laughs> for you for inviting for sharing your story. And uh, I hope that the story will inspire someone to start early with a skill that can make money. And it, again, doesn't have to be bookkeeping, but bookkeeping seems to be an easier to learn kind of um, and easy to, to find jobs because really there's no, there's always demand for a great bookkeeper. So thanks so much. And for those of you who are listening or watching, 
Um, some of the links on how to find Kate um, will be posted under the video or in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast. And thanks so much again for coming, coming on as a guest. And it's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you. All right. See you, everyone.